0: I wanna be free, I wanna be, wanna be free. free.
1: Welcome to Liberty Chats, produced by members of the Steamboat Institute's Emerging Leaders Council. Thank you for joining us. We talk to a variety of experts, leaders, journalists, and policymakers about our nation's founding principles, why they are still so relevant and essential to preserving freedom for everyone, what specific challenges and threats they face today, and how those founding principles best safeguard and empower everyone's ability, young and old, to attain prosperity, and personal happiness. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Liberty Chats. My name is Amber Athey. I'm a Steamboat Institute Tony Blankley Fellow. The Steamboat Institute is a conservative organization dedicated to promoting the values of freedom, liberty, and civil dialogue. And today, our guest is John Rich. A very extensive bio, um, but you might know him best as one half of the country super duo Big and Rich. He was also a member of the country music band Lone Star. And also the founder of Redneck Riviera an Apparel Line and a bar in Nashville. So, John Rich, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Hey, thanks for having me on. I've been looking forward to it.
1: Glad to hear that. So I wanted to start by talking a little bit about your, your music career. Um, I'm a country music fan myself, have long been a fan of your music. And I wanted to know where you get the inspiration for your songwriting, because you have such an extensive uh themes that you cover from party music to christian music to uh, a little bit about politics and uh, how do you span all of those uh, different themes while still staying true to yourself
0: well that's a great question you know i think one of the great things about country music specifically is that it's about your life you know it it sometimes life is a party sometimes life is really sad sometimes life is inspiring and sometimes life is can get downright depressing so it just it just depends on what's going on in your life at the moment so as a songwriter i've got the opportunity to channel uh, whatever is going on in my life at the moment or other people that i'm observing or writing with and we'll we'll write those themes i mean um you know songwriting to me is it's the ultimate pulling the rabbit out of the hat because you're looking at a blank sheet of paper. You can put anything you wanna put on that blank piece of paper. Nobody can tell you what to write or what not to write. It's the ultimate creative freedom, but it's also one of the most daunting things a person can look at because there's this blank piece of paper looking back at you saying, write something great on me. (laughs) You're like, well, I hope I do. And so you you end up writing a lot. So throughout my career, I've written over 2000 songs out of those 2000, about 220 of them have been recorded and have been heard by people. So, you know, i got about a one out of 10 batting average on my songwriting. It's, it's definitely a lifelong endeavor. I don't think anybody ever masters the art of songwriting, but man, what a powerful tool, especially when you, when you absolutely nail one of those lyrics, it can really mean a lot to a lot of people.
1: Absolutely. And I think that, you know, as conservatives, it can be really inspiring for us to see someone who has that creative ability and is not afraid to use it to express themselves um, oriented towards liberty. And it's very rare now in uh, either the music industry or Hollywood for someone to be willing to be outspoken about those beliefs. Was there ever a concern that you would get pushback for being honest about your beliefs?
0: Yeah, so for probably three or four years when the whole woke culture started to rear its head, especially in our, in our music industry, um, I definitely felt that there was a threat out there um, if I wrote certain lyrics, made certain statements, went on certain networks talking about certain subjects, anything conservative, anything that was holding the line on conservative ideals. I knew that if I did that, that the liberal music industry and radio stations, uh, a lot of the radio stations would probably stop playing my music, probably stop inviting me to the award shows, that it would have big effects throughout my career. And you have, to, you have to remember, I've been doing this since I was 18, right out of high school, spent my whole adult life making country music professionally. So I spent my whole life getting a grip on that industry and To lose that uh, was a big thing to consider. But at one point, probably two and a half years ago or so, three, you know, I'm I'm sitting there looking at my television at some news story, and I'm upset, and I yelled something at the TV, you know, like we all do. And I've got these two sons that are now 10 and 12. And I thought, am I going to be the guy that yells at the TV? But then when I walk out into public, I go back – and play patty cake with these people and act like that's not really how I feel or what I think. And I decided, you know what, I got these kids watching me. They're, I'm the only example they're going to have because if I'm running into this, what are they going to be running into? Well, the answer is we all know it's, it's going to be even worse for them. So I decided, you know what, my freedom of speech to me is more valuable than the approval of the music industry. So I stepped out and I started I started dropping those bombs. I started saying what I really thought and standing for what I really believe. And sure enough, I haven't been invited to another award show since. Uh, it, would be a, it would be basically impossible to get another number one single at radio. But I will tell you that the last three songs I've put out, which is with no record label, no, no industry support, the last three singles all went number one on the Billboard sales chart. So they didn't go number one at radio. They went number one on the sales chart, which is the whole point of why people want to get on the radio in the first place is to be number one on the sales chart. And that's that's the real uh, support is when people back up what you're doing with with those downloads. So the last three went number one. And I, I can tell you that I have not regretted one time making that move to step away from the chokehold that the industry was putting on me and everybody else and be a free man, be a, be an American, step out and say what you believe. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah.
1: There's definitely an appetite for people who are willing to be honest. Um, you also recently. Oh, on Fox nation. What was that that transition like going from a songwriter to a broadcaster and what did you learn in the process?
0: You know, I've been, I've been interviewed thousands of times in my career. I'm being interviewed right now. We'll call it a thousand and one. Here we go. And I've always sat on this side, of the interview of being asked the questions. So I know what I like and what I don't like about interviews. And so I thought, you know, if I could sit on the other side of that table with some incredible people and ask them the kind of questions I would want to be asked if I was them, that might be a really good interview. So I came up with this show concept called The Pursuit. And it's based on something I was saying on stage all the time that was getting a big response. I said, America doesn't guarantee us the right to be happy it guarantees us the right to pursue happiness. And buddy, when I say that on stage, this 10,000 people start screaming, they know what that means. It means, hey, we're not looking for a handout, we're just looking for you to get out of our way and let us go be all we can be. Let us go fail, let us go try, let us go succeed on our own. So I wanted to put that concept into a show and ask people questions about their pursuit of happiness in America. And what is so interesting about framing an interview with that, with the pursuit of happiness, is it pertains to all kinds of people, people that I don't even agree with on a lot of subjects, but we have that in common. They work really hard. They dream really big. They appreciate the freedom that they're given to go pursue the American dream. So it's been a really successful show, um, total of 40 episodes. The next 20 are about to start airing on Fox Business Network this summer, later this summer. So I've really enjoyed it. It's been very inspiring.
1: And you've had some all-star guests on that show. Jake Owen, one of my favorite country singers. Have you ever asked someone to come on the show and they said, look, I love you, John, but I just can't go on Fox. I might get in
0: trouble. Oh, yeah. Lots of them. Lots and lots. I won't name them. I won't out them right now. But, you know, they're people that I know think like I think. I know they're patriots. I know they believe in and the right to pursue happiness, just like I do. But they know if they go on a network that's, that's conservative or leans conservative, their record label's not going to like it, their publicist is not going to like it, their managers Man. won't let them do it, and so on and so forth. I mean, for an artist, for an artist to come out and do anything today that, that is professing any kind of conservative ideals, I promise you they have to buck the entire system. And they know that they're taking a risk. They're only taking a risk, though, with the industry. They're not taking a risk with their fan base. The fan base actually becomes more energized about that artist. I mean, I would say a large percentage of the country music fan base lean conservative. But the industry that is creating and, and, and marketing and funding the music that they hear are all as liberal as any Hollywood liberal could possibly ever be. There are a few conservatives sprinkled around in our industry, but they pretty much stay quiet. Um, Isn't that wild? I mean, in America, that people are afraid to say they're proud of their country or that they're against things that are tearing down our freedoms. They're afraid to do that because it's going to hurt their career, hurt their job. That doesn't sound like America to me. And I think it's time that people just step up say what they believe, being American, there are things more important than keeping, uh, you know, keeping the, the pats on the back going in your industry. It's called freedom of speech. I think about our founding fathers, what they had to risk to sign the Declaration of Independence. I mean, they knew if, if they ever got caught, they were going to be hung or shot. They were going burn to their, burn their houses, imprison their families or worse, and they still signed it. I believe the phrase was give me liberty or give me death. You know, that that was not a bumper sticker. That was not a hashtag. That wasn't a T-shirt or a ball cap. That was the attitude it took to found our country. That's what they were willing to do. So generations down the road, right now, us, the ones of us talking right this second, that we would have inalienable rights recognized, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So who are we to say that, well, I'm afraid that somebody's going to call me a bad name, or I'm afraid I'll get kicked off of Facebook, or I'm afraid somebody at work is going to give me a dirty look at lunch. I mean, we we cannot operate like that and keep our country free. People have to step forward and be heard.
1: Absolutely. Well, you mentioned that one of the motivations for being open about your views was your sons. And it's certainly a challenging time to be a parent. What with Uh, what's going on in schools right now. What are your best tips for new parents on how they can raise kids to love liberty?
0: Well, you know, I would never tell somebody how to raise their kids because that's their kids. But I will tell you this. Whatever is important to you as a parent, you have to understand that you are the example they are going to be watching. They have so many entities out there targeting them and targeting their attention to try to sway them and mold them in the image of, of the state a lot of times or in the image of education, modern education. They're trying to mold them. You have to tell them. You have to tell them the truth and you have to live by what you tell them. It's like I said, you don't want to be the guy or the girl that's yelling at the TV when you see Joe Biden doing something ridiculous. But then when you go outside uh, outside the house, back around all the all the public, you, you tuck those words back into your heart. No, no, no. You have to go out and be bold. Say what you really think and say it even when it's, when it's uncomfortable for you to say it. That's what the kids have to see because if they don't see their parents standing up and they see their parents rolling over, then what are these kids going to do when they're in their 20s and 30s and the same situation or something possibly worse is what they're dealing with? And the only only example they've got to go by is, well, how did mom and dad deal with it? And when I, when I realize that, that my boys are looking at me, how's dad going to deal with this? Now, mine is more, my situation is more amplified because I'm, a, I'm out in the open, I'm in the public, and I'm in a, in a music industry. But it doesn't matter. You step forward and you be heard and you set that example for your kids. If you don't, you can't expect them to stand up in the future.
1: Well, this uh, podcast is called Liberty Chat, so I wanted to ask you, when you think about liberty, what what does that mean to you, fundamentally?
0: Well, liberty is, true liberty is recognizing people's right to exist in a free state, meaning we let those people, we let those people exhaust their potential. That might be the right phrase to put around that, you know when you look at our southern border, and you now see millions of people in the course of a year coming across that border, the reason there's lines coming in and no lines going out is because we're the only nation in the history of the planet that guaranteed its people the right to pursue happiness. I believe every human being out there, no matter where they woke up this morning, what country, what religion, it does not matter, that they all have an innate feeling down inside of them that they want to exhaust their potential. They were created by God. They have a purpose. There's something they're supposed to do and they know it, but because of where they live or what rules and regulations are on top of them, a lot of those people will never be able to know or realize their full potential. But in America, that's given to us and recognized in our constitution and the declaration of independence in the bill of rights and so forth. So as Americans, we have liberty. We need to exercise our liberty. We, we cannot take that for granted. I think people that trash our country, trash our flag, talk about how terrible it is here, they lack perspective. You know, as a musician, I've been able to travel all over the planet and play music. And I see how other people live and what they're dealing with. You come back to the United States, you go, thank God I'm home. And not just because you know, I'm glad to be back in my own bed. No, thank God I'm home because, wow, check this out. We have really nice interstates. We have really good hospitals. We have grocery stores full of food. We have running water. We have anything and everything that we could possibly want. We have excess here in the United States. And that's because America has given its people the right to pursue happiness and exhaust their potential. So to me, that is, that is what liberty is. It's allowing human beings to be all they can be.
1: And it's amazing what a positive impact psychologically that type of gratitude can have on a person. John Rich, thank you so much for joining this episode of Liberty Chats with the Steamboat Institute.
0: Hey, thank you guys, appreciate it. Freedom, oh, freedom, 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 oh, freedom. Everything I have,
1: everything I own, all my mistakes, girl, you already
0: know. I wanna be, free. wanna be free. Yeah. I wanna be, free. Free. wanna be free. Yeah.